This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 10th of June. Hey, Justin, remember Bitcoin? Do that old chestnut. Coke vending machines are starting to take Bitcoin payments. Mm, 2020's been crazy enough. Surely it's not the year <laughs> that Bitcoin finally takes off. Good point. Brett, Uber staff are getting free hand sanitizer yeah. and disinfectant wipes yeah. to make customers feel comfortable right. as COVID restrictions slow down. Mm, I like it. Three absolutely marvellous stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first... First, Domino's Pizza, Australia's biggest pizza mm-hmm. chain, has emerged from shutdowns well and is preparing for a different world on the other side of the pandemic. Domino's loves to think ahead. They do. So what is the story here? Domino's has operations in Australia, New Zealand, Japan and some of Europe. And they serve some of the finest mega meat lover and mm, veggie pizzas yummy. to ever grace this earth after a late night out. But at the height of the pandemic, Domino's was forced to close most of its stores in its markets. So what's the latest with Domino's? Domino's is relatively lucky compared to other restaurants. And why is that? Domino's stores are optimised for delivery and takeout, mm. not in-store dining. And it already has the tech and delivery drivers to do home deliveries itself. So it hasn't had to rely on Uber Eats and friends as much as others. And that's why Domino's shares are trading at similar level to before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So what is the key learning here? It's perfect timing for Domino's and it's well-known Fortress strategy. What is a fortress strategy? <laughs> Rather than looking for new areas to open new stores in, uh-huh. Domino's is doubling down. Right. It's opening new stores in areas where they are already doing well. And that's to cut delivery times for its drivers mm-hmm. as well as pickup times for you and me. What's better than a Domino's on the next main road, Brett? <laughs> a Domino's <laughs> on me. your street corner. <laughs> so Domino's is planning to grow by creating a metaphorical fortress mm. in these particular areas. For our second story, Airbnb has restarted conversations about going public on the share market in 2020. Fascinating turnaround here. So what's the background? When things were getting really bad for the global economy a few months ago, Airbnb moved fast to play it safe. They raised $2 billion as a financial buffer Mm -hmm. to keep them from running out of money. Fast forward just a few months and somehow Airbnb is looking at doing something that seemed unthinkable. (laughs) AKA it's selling shares to the public on the share market through an IPO. And what are the reasons that Airbnb is suddenly keen again? Firstly, other companies in the US are starting Mm. to have IPOs again. And what's the second reason? The second one is the travel and hospitality industries are slowly starting to come back to life. And for just the last few weeks, Airbnb bookings have actually done well. Mm. So what's the key learning here? Investors are overlooking the financial pain of the last few months Mm -hmm. and instead are using a company's 2019 (laughs) numbers to predict what they could achieve in the future. So basically, 2020 (laughs) is a write-off? A blip on the radar. Disappearing into the abyss. (laughs) And 2019 is being used to predict 2021. For Airbnb, this means it could go public later this year without being criticised for its terrible Mm. first half of this year. The coronavirus hasn't gone away, but investors have kind of stopped caring. How long this positive IPO market will last, no one really Mm. knows, but a window of opportunity is opening up for Airbnb. For our third and final story, Elon Musk and Tesla have a new fancy competition in the name of Nikola, a company that makes battery-powered electric trucks, and it just hit the share market. And Brett, things are looking pretty good. This is very interesting. So who is Nikola? Like Tesla, Nikola gets its name from the famous inventor Ah. Nikola Tesla. And like Tesla... 
Nikola makes electric vehicles. <laughs> is the idea that you just name your company after Nikola's Tesla and it <laughs> automatically goes gangbusters? Possibly, but Nikola's vehicles aren't everyday cars. Okay. Nikola makes utes and trucks. This is probably the most ambitious share market debut mm-hmm. for a transportation startup since Tesla about a decade ago. All right, so how did the shares go? The shares jumped 103%, mm-hmm. but then plunged 22% Ooh. the next day. So overall, pretty well. Yeah, very well. So well that Nikola's chairman is bragging about it all over Twitter. <laughs> Elon Musk style. It's the only way. So what is the key learning here? A company can be really valuable even if it hasn't made any sales yet. And that's because companies are sometimes valued based on what they may earn in the future. Mm. Nikola is worth over $20 billion Ooh. today, even though it's not expected to generate <laughs> any sales, let alone profits, until 2021. But Nikola has announced sales to big mm-hmm. customers. I'm talking Pepsi mm-hmm. here. So people believe that Nikola's earnings in the future will be huge. Which somehow has resulted in Nikola, a company you probably just heard about being worth more than Ford. Wow. Flux family, we mentioned how Nikola is preparing for its financial future. If you want to prepare for your financial future, a really good place to start is www.flux.finance. Check your credit score and see where you stand. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.